welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. We're going to do it anyway. Hallelujah. Lift your right hand and let's pray. Speak the language of the Holy Spirit, somebody. Speak the language of the Holy Spirit. Speak the language of the Holy Spirit. Speak the language of the Holy Spirit. We have come before you, Lord. We ask for your presence. We ask for your direction. We ask for your total counsel concerning this matter. Yes, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. I need you. Come, sweet Spirit, I pray. Come, in the strength and thy power. Oh, come, come in your own special way. We say, come, Holy Spirit, I need you. Come, sweet Spirit, I pray. And thy power Oh, come Come in your own special way We say come Holy Spirit You can lift your right hand Oh, come Sweet Spirit I pray, oh, come in the strength and the power. Hey, come, come in your own. We say, come.
Father, we have come to you. We ask your presence to be with us this morning as I teach your word. Let your people hear your voice in my voice and let them receive direction to find solutions. Let them see your grace made available to them in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a clap, my friend. God will do it anyway. Tell somebody God will do it anyway. Say God will do it anyway. Now, the anyway is not, there are two meanings to that. There is anyway, A-N-Y space W-A-Y. And there is anyway. That is together. I'm not talking about the first one. The first one is that it can be done in any crooked way. Are you here? It can be done in any diabolic way. No. I'm talking about the second one. Anyway. No matter the situation on ground, God will still, will still do what he has scheduled to do. No matter the, the condition available to you, what God has said, no condition in your life has the capacity to stop what he can do except you. So it's not like, it's not like you say, a child, I'm a child, okay, and I say I'm going to climb mountain Afajatu. You know that it's not possible. A three-year-old boy says he's going to climb mountain Afajatu. It's not possible. Or you say I'm going to walk on water. It's not possible. Are you here with me? Or I take a one-year-old child that is preaching in gospel service. It's not possible. What I'm saying is that what God has said, there is no strength, there is no capacity, there is no whatever God's strength cannot match. So in any form, God can walk to a, a, a young man in the village and say, I'm going to make you the president of Ghana. If that young man believes that way and begins to prepare himself, a day will come that village boy will become the president of Ghana. Everything God has said has the capacity to manifest. And everything he has said has already been created. Now, why is it that we don't enter into the manifestations of God's word? And I'm going to preach and teach you why you must be present in grace and oil conference. I'm going to give you certain understanding into why we gather together as a church for certain events and certain purposes. So I begin my teaching with my first statement. We have come to that time again where we gather every year to receive from God. Grace and Oil Conference is not a first conference. It's not the, it, this is not the first time we are doing Grace and Oil Conference. This is not the first time we are having it. This is not the first time we are hosting God in our midst in a special way. God is always with us. But sometimes you host him in a special way. Are you here? 
You always have your mother with you. You always have your husband with you. You always have your siblings with you. But when it is their birthday, when it's an event, you host them in what? A special way. Nothing in God is done or is received without our participation. There's nothing you can take from God or receive from God without your participation with him. Every breakthrough is as a result of man's engagement with God. Every miracle is as a result of man's engagement with God. Miracles don't just happen. Breakthroughs don't just happen. Open doors don't just happen. They don't just happen. So God is a God that engages his people. Say God engages his people. Yeah, God engages his people. He will engage you if you are his child. He will engage you the sweet participation of the Holy Spirit. Let's say the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Yeah. There is always a fellowship in this kingdom. There is always a flow in this kingdom. There is always a koinonia, an interaction that produces the miracle. Our new life in Christ is a life of participation and fellowship. It's not a life of independency. It's not a life of loneliness. No Christian must be lonely because God is always with you. There's always a friend with you. There's always a helper with you. And that person is called the Holy Spirit. God's kingdom is not a lonely walk. You don't walk alone in the kingdom. Immediately you want to walk alone, you become like Lucifer who decided to walk alone and the God sucked him out of heaven. God does not approve of selfishness. Some people, next month will do our church culture, so I'll have a lot of time to deal with church things. Some people can join a church and for three months they don't know anybody. For two months they don't know anybody. They still see themselves as strangers for one month. Every church is the family of God. Your brothers and sisters and sisters are those who are sitting amongst them. The same blood that purchased you is the same blood that purchased them. So in the, in the church, you have your brothers and sisters. The church is your spiritual home. So when there is a meeting, we gather together as a family and not as strangers. The Bible said that we were strangers to the commonwealth of Israel. But... The blood of Jesus brought us into covenant. Brought us into the commonwealth. Brought us into the place where we can have fellowship with one another. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 11. Verse 18, sorry. It's a participation, not just a passive. Never come join a church and be part of a church and be a passive member. Whatever happens, you don't care. 
You just come to church and you go. You don't say hi to anyone. You don't greet anyone. You don't make friends with anyone because they say, hey, you have to fear church people. You have to fear church people. No. The church will be there for you many days. Many days in your life. So, for surely there is an end and thy expectation shall not be cut off. Give me the message version. Quickly. That's where your future lies. Then you won't be left with an armload of nothing. It means that you will not be left empty-handed. There will be something to show. You have to have an expectation. Give me the NLT. It says, you will be rewarded for this. Your hope will not be disappointed. As you meet God, you will never be disappointed. No man met God and was disappointed. God does not disappoint man. He has no diary that makes him a disappointment. So when a man meets God, he lives with fulfilled hearts. He lives with a joy that no man could produce. And I pray for you that in grace and oil, God will show you that he's the God that does not disappoint. Your amen is not strong. God does not disappoint. He doesn't have a plan to disappoint us. The Bible says, for every good and perfect gift comes from above. He said that he is taking us to an expected end. The plans that I have for you, they are good and not of evil. It is not in God's plan to ever disappoint you and I on any day. Special meetings like grace and oil are God's event to change the stories of people. So when as we are organizing grace and oil, it's God's event. It's an event God has ordained, has appointed. When we say ordained, it's about appointed, appointment. God appointed that one day you will meet the person seated by you. The people you meet in life, God ordained it. That is why the Bible admonishes us to entertain Strangers, because in your entertainment of strangers, you may be entertaining angels. So everybody you meet in life is an appointment. So you met Daniel here. You met George here. You met whoever here. It's an appointment. God may be using him for your miracle. And God may be using him for your miracle. That is why when Paul went to the church of Galatia and they were fighting amongst themselves, he got angry with them. Everybody you meet in life is appointed to meet you. And they may be the doorway to your miracle. Be careful the way you treat people. Be careful the way you respond to people. Be careful the way you react to people. Be careful the way you think that you are on top and somebody is down. Because the person that is down can give you an information that can change your life forever. I thought you were clapping. 
everybody you meet in life. But unfortunately, the people who are down can be very proud. You can meet a very poor man who is very proud. <laughs> that person has double trouble. You are proud. So, events are moments, especially church events, are moments where God chooses to change the testimony of people. Events rule the world. They rule the world. Cristiano Ronaldo moves from where? Juventus to Manchester. And it has captured every news, every trend. It's just event. Event rule the world. If you don't know Cristiano Ronaldo by now, you know him. Because the news is so wild. Yesterday, we celebrated or we, 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 we remembered 20 years of an event that changed the laws of aviation in the world forever. Osama bin Laden, September 11. A man changed event. He is dead and gone, but over 20 years and ongoing, one event changed aviation laws. Be careful what you do in an event because it can give you a new turn of your life. Grace and oil, may the Lord turn your life. May the Lord visit you. May the Lord give you a testimony that will leave you in the path of greatness forever. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. God uses events to make valuable inputs into our lives. Valuable inputs. The birth, the death, and resurrection of Christ change the history of mankind forever. That event canceled the death of man. That event gave a solution to sin. That event gave an open door to heaven. That event disappointed the plans of the enemy. That event brought us redemption. Without that event, mankind will be hopeless and will be condemned. But I pray that in grace and oil, God will visit you at the point of your need. God's word will come to you and meet you at the very point that you need his intervention. Yeah. An event is very important. You see, wedding. A wedding changes the life of a man and a woman. Changes it. You lose your right to yourself. You have no right over your body again. The Bible says when you marry, your body is for your husband and your body is for your wife. That's why your husband will tell you, your hairstyle, I don't like it. Change it. And you have to change it. And you too, if you're a man, and your husband, your wife say, you have to go to the gym. Humble yourself and go. Yeah. Humble yourself and go. Because the Bible said that, submit yourselves to one another as husband and wife. You see, the same, like, that level of reverence you have for your pastor. If you have it for your wife and have it for your husband, 
your marriage will not be in crisis. Amen. Yeah. Tonight, it will be a serious matter. 5 p.m. with all singles right here. The event of Prophet Samuel going into the house of Jesse changed Jesse's house forever. Visitations don't benefit the visitor. It benefits the host. Church programs don't actually benefit the guest. The guest speaker. But those who benefit are the members of the church. Are you getting, am I I taking you somewhere? Yes. Samuel did not benefit when he went to Jesse's house. It was Jesse's house that benefited. Because after that day, the house of Jesse became the talk of town. The talk of town. As we are going to gather together. Some of the problems you are going through, the solution is coming in grace and oil. God gives us solutions, but he has his own way of giving solutions. And one of the ways he gives solutions is through special programs. It's through prayer and fasting. It's through communion. It's through tithing. Last week I taught on tithing. I pray that most of you who have not been tithing, you will change your life. You will change your mind and become committed to tithing. God has his own ways of solving solutions or problems. So Jesse received Samuel into his house and Samuel left an indelible impact. The men of God coming for this program are not coming to look at your dress. They are not coming to look at our faces. They are not coming to see how beautiful our church is. They also have churches. The men of God coming are not coming to just know your name. Are you Daniel? No. They are coming on an assignment. And our posture and our attitude towards their coming must be special in order to connect to the special gift that God is sending to us. I thought you were clapping. God especially inviting Carrie's temple on the 19th and 26th of September for a special event between he and us. Between he and us through the ministration of his servants. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 10 to 12 gives us a clearer understanding of the existence of Men of God. He said, he that descended is the same also that ascended up, up far above heaven, all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers for the, for perfect, for the perfecting of the saints. Number one, God is sending these men to come and perfect certain things concerning your life. Amen is not strong. Amen. Yeah. To perfect certain things concerning your life. Number two, for the 
work of the ministry to edify the church, to quicken us up, to give you hope and to give me hope. Because it's so interesting that when you know that God knows you and you know God, you see that you are comforted. So everything you'll be going to be like, God, God is aware, so I'm fine. Sometimes when you're going through things and, and you know that somebody that you know has the capacity to change the story, is aware. It's that like you go to the hospital and you're sitting there and the doctor is not coming early and then the nurses are worrying you but you know you have an appointment with the doctor. You are not worried because by all means when the doctor comes, sometimes even the doctor has not even spoken to you, then you are fine. Just seeing that the doctor is entering there, hello, it's like your, your sickness is gone. <laughs> Sometimes just sitting in front of the doctor, talking. He will not even hear anything. Sometimes they say that, you know, it may be depression. They know the common disease in town is depression. COVID is beating a lot of people. So when you can't talk, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, you go to the pharmacy, buy these drugs, take it, you'll be fine, okay? God bless you. Bye-bye. Sometimes it's just painkiller. <laughs> yeah, there are stories that I've heard where people were injected with water. Just, just water. <laughs> and they come home. The strong, oh, doctor, no, you're good. Pal. Psycho. <laughs> Your confidence in the man assures you of safety. God is calling for a meeting. It is only when you receive his prophets well and honorable that the blessing in them from God for you is released. When you receive the gift that God sends you well and honorably, then the gift in them, the blessing, the milk, the honey, the meat, the bread that God has put in them for you is released. How you receive a man of God determines the level of the dissipation of the blessing of God. It is only when you receive them with gladness, with joy, the event of Hosanna, the town, Jerusalem, were happy. They received the Lord. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Immediately a guest pastor comes, is coming to your church. He is coming in the name of the Lord. They deserve honor. They, they, they deserve a good reception. They, they deserve to feel at home. You don't need to watch them like they are suspecting them. Eh? You don't need to stare at them. Have you been speaking to someone and the person is staring at you? Don't you get confused? Like, hey, what is the person thinking? Cry. No. Amos chapter 3 verse 7. Amos 3 7. Surely the Lord God will do nothing but he revealed his secret unto his servants the prophets. 
Not the title prophet, but his servants. The prophet. Those days, if you are a pastor, Christ, they say you are a prophet. So, his servant. Look at the servant. Don't become, in our time, we are having a lot of people who don't respect the office of God's servants. Because they know that God lives in them. They too, they can pray to God. If God knows what you are saying is the truth and the only truth, then he shouldn't have given pastors, prophets, apostles to the church. You can preach. Every Christian is supposed to share the word of God. But not every Christian can preach. Preaching is a gift. Are you here? Every Christian is supposed to worship God. But not all of us can join the choir. You can play football, but you are not a professional footballer. Nobody can stop you from playing football. But you are not a professional footballer. Are you here? So God does not do anything without revealing to his servants the prophets. And they're revealing, when he reveals to them, he's giving solutions to what he wants to do. His plans. One day God said, how can I hide this from Abraham? A friend of mine, I cannot, when he planned to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he could not just hide it from Abraham because if Abraham hears it, Abraham will be shocked that God, I mean that you depart, they go do this, you know, tell me. Has it happened to you before? Hello? That your good friend Pai is going to do, there are some of you, your friends were going to do weddings. They never told you till one week to time. That is the African mentality strategy to avoid witches and wizards. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Wait. One week to time. You tell them. A generation is coming. We will not do such things. I said a generation is coming. We will not do such things. In the name of Jesus. What at all are you hiding? Say, Obibe, you will be like, Obibe, say, Mune, Obibe, a son, Besha, Ugari, Mune, Basa, Amen. The fear of demons. That, that, that thing is from there. It's not, oh, Pastor, we are being wise. No, you and I know that you are afraid of a tiny witch in your family whose two teeth have been removed. You are hiding. Don't tell anybody, you know. And then when they call you, if you are another, you say, Joanna, I'm telling you, you are the only one that knows this. Immediately, you start using that word. You are the only one. Joanna to go to Daniel and say, you see, when pastor was telling me, he told me that I'm the only one. But the way me and you did, I just felt like telling you. (laughs) Daniel too goes to George. By the time you realize, as you are walking in town, you are an open album being read. Trust no man. Eh? Trust no man. Oh, Pastor, I have to trust people. Continue. I'll be in my office. You will come. I'll console you and pray for you and trust God for help for you. Give the Lord a clap offering. If Jesse had casually um, prepared for the coming of Samuel, the blessing that should have come to him 
to his house, the blessing that should have come on his son would have been missed. But Jesse did not prepare casually. We must not prepare casually. Choristers, ushers, church members, every department, everybody, we must prepare for this great visitation of God. Yes, we must prepare. Because if you prepare honorably, you can receive from the Lord fully. Jesse was not. You, 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 you receive a prophet honorably by being in attendance. Yes. By being in attendance, you must show up. Because if you are a pastor and they invite you to a church, and you go, one day I was invited to a church. When I went, I at 7 p.m., only the first two rows were filled. A big church. When you see that thing, your spirit dies. It just, it, just, it just goes off. So you treat it as it is. A casual atmosphere will provoke casual blessings. But when there is adequate preparation, the gift in you is stirred up naturally. You see that there is expectation. Well, no, let every day I say Obama, but he's the only president I know in America. But they say it's Joe Biden now. Eh? If he's visiting Ghana, you will know in town the preparation. By the time he comes, what he sees, you see that he's happy. Men of God are not spirits, they are men of God. The same way, when you are doing your wedding, you expect a very nice atmosphere. When you, I mean, if you are doing your wedding, those of you who have married, maybe the day you were coming, and you were coming, you come, you landed, and you entered the church, and the place was haphazard. Everything is bizarre. You'll be disappointed. You'll be very disappointed. There are no instrumentalists. There is no sound. The sound is making noise. You'll be like, ah, on my day. No. Let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 5 to 8. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 5 to 6. Sorry. 6a. And he said, peaceably, I am come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Sanctify yourselves. And come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons. And called them to the sacrifice. So you see, sanctify them. Now look, he said, and it came to pass when they were come. So in attendance. When God calls for a meeting, you must be in attendance. You must be present to receive from God. Tell somebody you must be present to receive from God. Now look at this scripture, Proverbs 14.28. Proverbs 14.28. He said, in the multitude of people is the king's honor. But in the want of people is the destruction of the prince. So in the multitude of people is the king's honor. In the multitude... I mean, I went for an engagement two or three weeks ago. My cousin got married to one of the chiefs in the, in the Ghana kingdom. And tell him, when the guy, the, because he's a chief, they came with buses. 
Eh? <laughs> because a king with few people has no honor. That's why certain kings in Ghana are powerful. You can hate them, you can like them, but the people around them is the king's honor. Don't let these men enter here and you are in your house. <laughs> it is very, I mean, let me give you a practical example. You have been called for interview. And you go and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. They say come at nine. You waited till 3 p.m. Then the secretary comes to you. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The, the boss is playing golf and he will be here next week. So go and come and come next Will you be happy? Oh, channel or bug off. Meanwhile, you had an appointment with him. Honoring guest pastors is you being in the presence in the meeting. Without a full house, the blessing may not enter the house. Without a full house, the blessing may not enter the house. When Jesse when Jesse guarded and Samuel entered into the house, David was not there. The blessing was still hanging in the air. Until David came, that the blessing was released upon him and upon the house. So until you are present in God's presence, I told you last week, don't substitute internet church with coming to Zion. Don't because it can never substitute actual church. It's a supplement. But running your life, your Christian life on church, media church, you will never grow in the fear of God. Because you'll be receiving calls on your phone. You will live and they say, Charlie, go! There you go. Charlie, who's called? Who's called? Who's called? Who's called? You will never grow your, your faith properly on the internet. Don't become used to in the current temple online. So when you just park your car, Charlie, online, word be word. Then you go back, then you are lying on your bed, teaching service. By the time you realize the pillow is teaching you, what about all? Then you wake up. Then the video will change, and it is like some boxing wrestling media is is on. They say, "Oh, I couldn't. You couldn't give offering. You couldn't get the utmost attention. When the house is not full, the blessing. One day Jesus told the parable where a party was thrown and people were invited to come, and they didn't come." When he got there, he said, go to the highways because the house must be full for the blessing to be discharged. Grace and oil. Two Sundays, four meetings. Morning, evening, morning, evening. Consecrate yourself unto it. Sanctify yourself unto it. Commit yourself to it because God has a plan to give you a testimony. Somebody shout, I receive it. In the name of Jesus. Samuel needed David to be present before the blessing will be released. A blessing is meant for you. God has a purpose for putting us on Grace and Oil 2021. 
And I know that God will meet us at the point of our need. Amen. Amen. Let me say this. Matthew chapter 21, verse 8 to 10. He said, and a very great multitude, <laughs> a very great multitude spread from, you know, one day when Moses, watch me, when Moses was blessing one of the tribes in Israel, he said, you shall not be few. Because the more minority you are, the less powerful you are. You know why China is powerful? There are plenty. They rule the world now. U.S. owe them. Germany owe them. Every product you are, you, most of you, the product you have that you call original is a China product. And first, when you say China product, it looks inferior. But now I can tell you that most of the big companies in the world their production site is in China. So, and a very great multitude spread their garment in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and straw them in the way. Verse 9. And the multitude that went before and that followed Christ, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. So, you see, they were honoring the coming of the Lord. I pray that you will give honor to whom honor is due. You will receive this man. Look at Matthew chapter 10 verse 40 to 41. Because of time, I'm, I'm gallivanting the scripture. This is a glorious house. This is an elevated house. This is a powerful house. This is an excellent house. Let's receive this man in a very honorable way. He said, look at the scripture very carefully, please. Look at the scripture. He that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. So you receiving the man of God, you are actually receiving Christ Jesus. Yes. Give me another version. Another version, 40 and 41. Anyone who receives you, receives me. And anyone who receives me, receives the father who sent me. Verse 41. If you receive a prophet as one who speaks for God, you will be given the same reward as a prophet. You will receive a prophet's reward. <laughs> but if you receive a prophet as a righteous man, you receive a righteous man's reward. That means if you casually receive a prophet, he can never speak to you as a prophet must speak to you. If you receive a man of God as another type of Christian, you cannot receive from a man of God what he's supposed to do for you. So in receiving a man of God, no people say you are worshipping the man of God. There's nothing like worshipping men of God. It doesn't work. There's no worship between men. A worship is between a man and, and the, a deity. Sometimes they miscalculate it with honor. When a man of God enters a building and you get up, are you worshiping him? No. 
The only time that word worship is sanctioned, apart from man and deity, is between a man and, a, and, and his wife. Honor. Those who are talking, when they, they, they enter into a meeting and the tomb four enters, they will get up. They always want to pollute the church against the very gift that God has blessed the church with to be a blessing to you. So when you receive a prophet, in the name of a prophet, you get the prophet reward. But when you receive a prophet as an ordinary man, anybody can say God bless you. But when Ellie tells a barren Hannah <laughs> that God do unto you according to what you have asked, there is a performance. It doesn't mean that the man of God is a superman. No. He's operating in his authority. Let the president sign something for you and see who can undo it. Are you here with me? The last thing I will say are six things that constitute honorable reception of men of God. Number one, attend the conference early. Be on time. Don't be late. Be on time and don't be late. Be on time and don't be late. Number two, flow in the service with joy. Flow in the service with joy. Come prepared and flow in the service with joy. Number three, Respond to the word of God. Respond to the word of God. Respond. Learn to respond to the... Give attention to the word of God. That is the only way it can change you. Respond. Come aggressively. You know, the Bible said, and they press on Christ to hear the word. Come to give attention and flow with the word of God. Because it is when you receive the word that you can provoke that miracle, that breakthrough. Everybody here has an issue. In the second service, I will show them the Shunammite woman. She had ears with the king. She was a woman of influence, but she had a need. She had a need. Give attention to the word. Number three, have a responsive faith. A responsive faith. Respond in faith. Don't have a laid back faith. Don't have a passive faith. The word of God does not work in passivity. It works in activity. So don't have a passive faith. And that is not only for prophets or guest pastors. Anytime a pastor, your pastor is preaching or somebody is standing here to preach, don't have a laid back. Don't have an attitude of dullness. Don't have an attitude of casually. Be, don't be casual. You can look casual, but don't let your faith be casual. Because it's always at the point of faith manifestation that you can see the move of God. The fifth thing is that come with an expectation. Don't just come. Come with an expectation. I'm sure when Jesse called David to come, they told him that, hey, hurry up. A prophet has come to the house and he's waiting for you. So, as David was coming, he was coming with an expectation. And when he came, the oil touched his head. Come with an expectation. Talk to God. Come with a heart expecting to receive from God. The last thing 
is that invite a friend, a colleague, a family member into the service. Yeah. To, it's next week, morning and evening, and next two weeks, morning and evening. Invite someone. Come with faith. Respond with faith. Respond with faith. And God will meet us at the point of your need. I know a lot of you are expecting God to do a lot of things. Majority is financial. Majority is marriage. Majority is healing. These are nothing difficult before God. If we will respond in faith to his word. Hallelujah. Close your eyes. Give the Lord a clap. And put your hand on your heart. Your right hand on your heart. And begin to pray. That Lord visit us. Thank you for your word. Visit us. 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 Let the sick be healed. 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 Let miracles take place. Let breakthroughs take place. We suspend the activity of the enemy. We decree and declare that there shall be unusual increase amongst us in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Give God a clap offering. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.